0: It's about that time for the inside trim. You know that nasty trip. Don't wind up on your back, bro. Are you ready? You better be ready, bro. If you're about to get inside trip. And we're back. What's up, wrestling fans? What's up, wrestling fans? We are definitely back. Episode number 43 of the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. And it's a special edition tonight, bringing you a special guest your way. I'm Brandon Olinger. And as always, joined
1: alongside me is my partner in crime, Ben Watson. What up, what up, what up? What's up, Ben? Oh, man. Hey, you had those sooth- smooth tones going in when you were introducing. You were like, this is episode number 43 of the Inside Trip. And uh, you sound like you were like a you know like a late-night uh, radio uh, disc jockey playing like smooth jazz. Ooh. I liked it. See,
0: I was really going for the tone, Luke. Okay.
1: Well, you didn't have that. Funky, cold, no. Medina. No, I didn't no, have it. No, you didn't. <laughs> Total fail. But I tell you what, um, without getting into too much of a, a giveaway here, it was a miracle that we pulled this podcast off. Woo! It
0: was a miracle that we were able to get a three-time national champion going for their fourth national champion to come on this podcast. Fourth
1: NCAA, or excuse me, fourth national championship title. You totally just flubbed that. Ah, I flubbed it. Stop it. Pause God. it. Pause it. Pause it. You flubbed
0: it so bad. I'm not pausing that. Oh,
1: no, come on.
0: We're not going to re-record that. Oh. We're letting it go. Like, Remember that one time you looked at my face and you were like, dude, you got a booger hanging out.
1: Yeah, and then you paused it and went back. I did. So that's what you should be doing for me right
0: now. I'm not going to do it. All right. All right. Enough of the joking, guys. As we said, this is the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast, episode number 43. You know where to find us, on Twitter at The Inside Trip 1. Catch us on Facebook, the Inside Trip Facebook page.
1: That are, Facebook page is
0: lighting up. Ooh, been doing a good job I'm finally. Stuff. You're finally pulling your weight, and it's Thank a lot of weight. I'm punching <laughs> above my weight class. Um, as for the podcast itself, listen—you know where to find it: iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Um, I, I wouldn't go to Spreaker anymore. I'm tired of freaking <laughs> updating Spreaker. You, why is it a pain? Well, because we don't pay for the premium Spreaker, so it's like every other week, it's like you've maxed out your your maximum audio time.
1: No, but people love people listen to it on Spreaker.
0: No, it's Stitcher.
1: Oh. Yeah. See, dude, well,
0: it's seriously been. Hey, help me I'm sure out the here. people that tuned in for
1: this interview love listening
0: to this right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so, anyway, find the podcast, subscribe, download, listen, and always, we're always up for a review, whether it's a three star review or the
1: five star. Ah, you know how right. I feel about the three stars. <laughs> you you want to refresh our fans? Eric Olanowski gave us some some crap about the three star. Did <laughs> yeah. you see that? He thought it was funny. <laughs>
0: uh, anyway, a little inside joke there from a previous episode. Um, So listen, as we alluded to already We're bringing you a guest tonight We're getting back to our Women of the Mat series Um, We got the pleasure to Or we had the pleasure to talk to Kayla Miracle tonight She's a Campbellsville University senior wrestler Three-time WCWA national champion Seeking to become the fourth four-time national champion In the Women's College Wrestling Association history uh, Behind Victoria Anthony, Helen Marulis, and Emily Webster Those are some heavy hitters right there They are some heavy hitters um, and not only that, she's also a major player on, you know, at the international level. She's actually second on our United States women's team ladder behind Helen Rulis at 58 kilograms. Um, she's she's, she's medaled at the world-level you know, world tournaments multiple times. You're going to hear more about that later. Um, to
1: put that in perspective, you know what I see that as? Like a Kyle Dink-Jordan Burroughs situation. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. I think think the people that listen to us, that you know, are just just kind of starting to turn into women's wrestling. Um, You know, that's the type of level of wrestling we're talking about right here. I mean, if you think about it, Marulis has kind of been the
0: dominating uh, uh, figure for women, you know, wrestling the last few years at the, you know, on on the senior circuit. And then you've got um, someone who's so talented like Kayla herself, who you know, still wrestling in college. She's she's on the come up. She's looking to make those senior teams, and she's got somebody like
1: that. Yeah,
0: you yeah know. going fourth Tyler. You know, all
1: right. You like that? I'll,
0: we'll allow it. All right, I'll we'll allow, allow it. it. Um, so enough of us. We're going to go ahead and bring this interview to you. We hope you enjoy it. Um, I don't think there's too many audio difficulties. If there is, we apologize. As always, when you're dealing with uh, cell phones and Skype and Internet, you know how it is, people. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, so without further ado, we're going to go ahead and bring you Kayla Miracle. Hope you enjoy it. This week's episode is brought to you by Wrestle Like a Girl and LuchaFit. Fit. To tell you more about these awesome organizations is Wrestle Like a Girl board member, LuchaFit Fit founder, and five-time national team member, Catherine Shai. Catherine, take it away.
2: Thanks, guys. So, Wrestle Like a Girl began because of the increased need to advocate for girls and women's wrestling. Um, women's wrestling is the fastest-growing high school sport, so we are working closely with states to support their sanctioning efforts. We put on empowerment camps to teach girls the amazing values wrestling can bring to their lives. And girls are so excited to get on the mat and try wrestling. And then LuchaFit is a project I started in 2010, almost as a journal, until I realized there was a lot of value in my experiences I gained traveling the world competitively. I knew this kind of information was lacking for athletes, especially female athletes. So my journal transformed into LuchaFit where I gave advice on what to pack for competitions, nutrition, injuries, sports psych, and, of course, wrestling. But really, any athlete can find value from these posts.
0: That's great to hear, Catherine, and it's great to hear that you guys have stepped up to the plate to be an advocate for women's wrestling. Make sure you check out WrestleLikeAgirl.org to find out more about this organization and what you can do to help. Also, LuchaFit.com. Or whether you are a competitive athlete or a weekend warrior, you're sure to find something for your needs. And as always, don't wind up on your back, bro. All right, joining us tonight for episode 43 of the Inside Trip Wrestling podcast and another edition of our Women of the Mat series is none other than Campbellsville University senior standout and three-time WCWA national champion, Kayla Miracle. Kayla, how's it going?
2: Going pretty well. How are you?
0: Uh, we're doing really good. Hey, thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to speak with us. We've been looking real forward to this.
2: Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited.
0: That's awesome. So, hey, um, uh, let's just go ahead and get into it. Last night, uh, senior night, right? Yeah. Yeah? How'd that go?
2: It was awesome. The crowd was crazy cool. The stands were packed. There were people all around the knots. We had... The spotlight, um, we had the music going, um, and we came out with a win, so that was even better.
0: Yeah, that was actually a pretty good win against number 4 Cumberland's, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you also got a win yourself, right? Yep.
2: So um, Had me bump up to 142.
0: What, what weight do you normally wrestle? I saw you wrestle 136 at the All-Star Classic, but I think you're listed on your team's site at 130.
2: Yeah, it really depends on the tournament. So I usually weigh in at 130 for the team, and coach will move me wherever he needs me. So if we need to get a pin somewhere and he knows that I can get it, he'll bump me up to 143 if need be. Um, so usually just weigh in at 130 and also 130, 136, or 143. Um, and then for Nationals, for the team, it's just been better for me to go 136 to open up the area at 130 for Another girl on our team have a chance at a national title. So
0: that's awesome. That's usually, what, what I do. Well, uh, what girl are you referring to? Are you referring to
2: Koya? Did I say that right? Uh, Coral. Coral. That's it. Um, yeah. Last year she went 136. Um, she actually almost won her semifinals match, and then there was a whole challenge uh, situation. And they had to, like, re-wrestle part of the match. So then she lost the semifinals match. But we were super close to having it was supposed to be me and her in the finals. Um, but at one thirty we have uh, Shelby Hall, Stephanie Hampton. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do we have around there? I can't even think right now. Um, but usually we're just loaded in that area. And right below it at 1.23, we have Andre Beth Rivera, who won last year as well.
0: Gotcha. So I got to ask, you know, and I'm not sure if a lot of our listeners realize this, but for women's college wrestling um, at the national tournament, you guys are able to enter more than one wrestler at a weight class in certain cases. Yeah. What's it like to to face your teammates at the national tournament and sometimes even in the finals? Thankfully, I
2: haven't had to wrestle a teammate um, at the national tournament, but I mean, I you gotta do what you gotta do to win a national title. So if it's beating your best friend or your drill partner to do it, then you have to do it. Um but it also goes to show how tough a program can really be if you have two people wrestling each two people from the same team wrestling each other in the finals or the semifinals. You know, it's never fun to wrestle on like with that, that big of stakes against your friend, but um it just shows the power of the program at that weight.
0: Yeah, I, I, I can definitely see that. You're absolutely right. Um, so let's let's get into a little background if you don't mind. I mean, you've you've got quite an accomplished uh I mean, you're quite the accomplished wrestler. Um, you've won at all levels. But I'm curious, um, how did you actually get started into wrestling?
2: When I first started I started when I was four. Um, but my dad was a coach and my brother wrestled and we were back in Washington. Um but I was just around it a lot and I would be the kid that would play around on the maps and, you know, just run around under the bleachers and at would practice, you know, some of the parents would be like, Oh my goodness, there's Kayla and they'd look up um and they'd be like, Oh, there she is and I'm up climbing the ropes So just different things like that And then I just kinda got bored being that kid and so I asked uh, my dad if I could wrestle and actually he was against women's wrestling at the time um because he had history with girls doing it to prove something or to get closer to boys or whatever. So um, he wasn't really a big fan of it. But then he was like, you know what, whatever, ask your mom. And so I asked my mom and she's like, yeah, go for it. Like, I'll know where you're at at tournaments. You'll be, um, you know, on the mats rather than under the bleachers, breaking things and so I think, doing crazy things.
0: I mean, I think that's super fascinating. Your dad was actually against women's wrestling, but I think it's important for people mm-hmm. to realize – Who's your coach at
2: Campbellsville? My dad is now a women's college coach.
1: How how ironic is that? When
2: crazy. Pretty crazy. I mean, I think... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think uh, with being around Team USA and things like that, he's come to realize that girls do it, you know, because they love the sport, not for any other reason, um, for the most part. Um And so he's like found that passion and seen that passion in people and um been able to see their the goals that they want to achieve, and loves working with that rather than just you know a girl or a boy now it's just an athlete chasing a dream
1: so when did when did you start competing um did you start competing at the age of four in tournaments?
2: Mm-hmm. yeah, right off the bat I got fourth place at my first tournament
1: that was that was my next question it was kind of. You know, did you have success early or, or did it kind of take a while? Because a lot of people that we talked to, you know, their first year they go 0-20 and, and they got pinned 19 times.
2: Yeah. Um, actually, I don't know how my first season went exactly. I know I got fourth at my first tournament. I remember getting the little medallion medal. But as a kid, I had a solid amount of success, you know, like the Bantam State Championships and things like that. Um Middle school, I won to there one year, so. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a pretty successful childhood career.
0: So, you know, speaking of your success there, you actually, you know, had a pretty successful high school career as well. I mean, somehow, some way or another, you found your way to Indiana, correct? Yes. Um, and it was funny when I was doing a little internet research on you on the, on the good old interweb, I actually found this old S sports illustrated faces in the crowd from like 2011. And, um, you wrestled for Culver military Academy, correct? In Indiana.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
0: And it it was so interesting. I'm reading this and it says Caleb Miracle, a freshman at Culver academies, Russ who wrestles 103 pounds. Is the school's first female wrestler and its first of either gender to go twenty-two and zero in the first half of the season, and you actually found yourself ranked thirteenth in the state at the time, and then eventually, obviously, you went on to become the first girl to qualify for the Indiana High School State Championships, which is you know typically traditionally you know an all boys you know an all boys event. Talk to us a little Mm -hmm. bit about that.
2: Um, Yeah. So. The way that um, Indiana State works, so some states have the different divisions in the classes. Indiana is just the one class. Um, but you go to sectionals, and you have to place top four in that. And then in regionals, you have to win your first match. If you lose, you're done. If you win, you're automatically going to semi-state. But then you continue the tournament to get your seed. And then you go to semi-state. yep, And you have to win your first two matches. And then if you win your first two you'll get to go on to state where if you win on Friday night, you automatically place top eight if you lose you're done. Um, So my freshman year, I made it to semi-state, and I remember I had Stefan Michich, who's now wrestling at Michigan.
0: You got it, yeah.
2: Um, Yeah, he's a superstar. But I had him first round, and he beat me. Um, And then the second year, my sophomore year. What was the score of
1: you versus Michich?
2: I don't remember, honestly. But I beat him when we were kids. So I have that title. Yeah, I like that. All
1: right, yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I've got to win over him, so.
1: (laughs) Hey, that's more than I do.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, and then second year, my sophomore year, um, went 106 because the weight changed. Right. And I... I can't remember who I drew, but I just got the best possible draw that I could, and um, I won my first two matches at semi-state, and then ended up losing to, oh, I think it was Zach Davis, and I lost to Zach Davis in 10, and I can't remember who else, but I got four pretty good draw going into state, um, but I made it. And then I lost on Saturday night at State to Hayden Lee. Yeah. It was 4-0. Yeah, he, okay. ended up transferring, so, and then,
1: he ended up transferring to Ohio, didn't
2: he? No. Yeah, so he was at Arizona State. Then he went to Ohio. And now he's at the University of the Cumberland in Kentucky. Yeah.
0: okay. So that was your sophomore so, year?
2: Yeah. And then my junior year, I lost in the ticket round. So I won my first match, lost my second match. So I the a heartbreaker, and then my senior year, um, I got a concussion right before sectional, so I was put out for the season. So, it's a bummer, but that is a bummer. not it's the funny. end of the world.
0: I actually, um, I'm actually from Indiana originally, and
2: um, I, okay,
0: where I, I uh, the Anderson Pendleton area, which is a little bit northeast of Indianapolis.
1: Okay.
0: And um, I spent my first okay. two years in high school wrestling in Indiana before moving to Ohio. So I understand the whole sectional, regional, semi-state state process yeah um, actually we had um, when i wrestled in, in indiana we actually had a girl on the team who was in the same grade as me her name was uh Catherine downing katie downing she ended up eventually going on to represent the united states and the, the world championships back in the early 2000s so okay she's a tough girl um so your dad you know, gets offered or, or somehow your dad accepts the position to coach at Campbellsville University. He becomes the first, uh, the first coach of the of the first mm-hmm. women's team there at Campbellsville. Um, officially, uh, technically, I think you were like one of his first recruits. How, how how hard did he have to recruit you to get to go get, get you to go down there?
2: Uh, I mean, he made a couple house visits. You know, <laughs> bought some dinners. Yeah got me a Christmas present, you know, really worked hard. Is that legal?
1: (laughs) Is that legal recruiting? I don't know. I I think we'll let it pass. I don't know. You
2: have
0: to call. I'm just kidding. So what's it like wrestling for your dad? I I noticed you called him coach and obviously that's to be expected, but um, how hard is it to separate the, you know, the dad from the coach? And uh, ultimately at the end of the day, what, what, what does it feel like to get to compete and wrestle for him?
2: Ooh, it depends on the day really. Um, we're really similar people so we can be best friends or worst enemies so you know we've had like random times where we'll just fight and we won't even talk we won't even look at each other um but he does his best to support me in every single way and um he knows my dreams and my goals and he knows how to get me there and he's done a really good job so far so it's just a process every day, trying to find that balance.
1: Is he um, is he harder on you than than other people on the team, or is it, or is he, or does he do a good, pretty good job of kind of separating that?
2: Oh no, I have very high expectations, or he has very high expectations for me. So, um, it it gets tough being the coach's daughter, um, but you know it's worth it.
1: So, talk to me a little bit more about that. You say it gets tough being the coach's daughter. I mean. You know, what specifically do you mean?
2: Um, you know, someone could be late for practice and they just get a little slap on the wrist. But if I'm late for practice, it's the end of the world. You know, just little things like that that normally wouldn't be the biggest deal. But for me, I have to be uh, a leader and I have to do everything as good as I can. So...
0: So you actually, like you said, you come from a a wrestling family. Your brother, um, you have a brother that wrestled, I think, for the Army. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, he wrestled in Indiana at State, and then he did a prep year at Blair Academy. Mm -hmm. And then he wrestled for a year at uh, West Point.
0: So growing up, you know, with your brother and your dad, was there a difference between the way your dad approached wrestling with your brother and the way your dad approached wrestling with you?
2: um off the top of my head i don't think so i think he's, he's always been really tough on both of us um and even my little brother he's wrestling uh, my dad expects a lot out of him and expected a lot out of my little sister when she was wrestling so oh wow he just wants us to be the best that we can be so
0: yeah your dad i think actually has ties to ohio as well right sydney ohio
2: yeah, he was born and raised there, and then he went to a year of college there, um, Heidelberg. Uh, Heidelberg. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he went to Heidelberg. We actually, yeah. Ben and I, actually coached wrestling for a high school program out here, and one of our uh, one of the kids we wrestled was an All American for Heidelberg, and he just took over the head coaching job at Wilmington College here in Ohio. So we're very familiar with that.
2: Oh, dang! Small world.
0: Yeah, and Sydney's like probably what thirty minutes from us, thirty-five minutes from us. Yeah, it's probably about thirty-five minutes away. So okay, so let's get into some of the good stuff. Um, you're a three-time WCWA national champion. You're seeking to become only the fourth four-time uh, national champion in its history, behind Victoria Anthony, uh, Helen Marulis, and I believe Emily Webster. What's it like? How does it feel? You know, going for that your senior season.
2: Uh, there are a lot of nerves, uh, definitely. Just. Not so much for the tournament specifically, um, but just the title behind it, you know. Um, to be the fourth four-timer um, mm-hmm. would be, you know, just an amazing accomplishment, you know, just a solid career thing. Um, doesn't mean anything. It doesn't give me anything, but just kind of that, you know, you did it, you, you made right. it type thing. Um, so, I mean, I remember walking off the non um, showering after the finals last year, and I was already feeling anxious for Nationals for this year. So
1: That was that was kind of the question I was going to ask. I thought it was, um, not to get too off topic, so Alex Deringer, he was a wrestler for Oklahoma State University, and he said his entire senior year as he was going for his third state title, or excuse me, third national title, he was just <laughs> nervous, and when he finally won it, he was just so happy to get it over with, almost like he didn't even enjoy that season because of the expectations. What, I mean, it, what is it like for you? I mean, is it just, you're just ready to get it over with? Or are you enjoying the ride? Or are you excited? Or are you, I mean, nervous? What type of emotions do you feel, if not all of them?
2: Um, I'm really excited for it, but my mind is definitely not focused on that at all right now because I leave in, what, four days for Poland, for the U23 Good point. Worlds, and then I leave, from there straight to Russia for the World Cup. So, you know, I think for my career, those things are bigger. Um, So my mind's set on that right now. Uh, But I know right when I get back, I'm going to be super anxious and excited for Nationals. And especially um, going in with the team that we have this year, I'm excited because we have the chance to, you know, get a team title. And we've been close. We've got we've come in second before, but we've never sealed the deal, and I think we definitely can this year. So that would be even sweeter to win an individual fourth title and then our first team title. That would be a dream come true. Man, she's
0: still in our thunder. She's still in all the questions we're going to ask. No, that's right, a yeah, that's so, a great. No, that's <laughs> a. Well, it was nice to
1: talk to you tonight. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're just kidding. No, that's that's absolutely that's excellent. I, I was I was so curious like how does it feel to not only be a senior but seeking that 4th WCWA title but also wrestling for the number 2 ranked team in the country and having a legitimate chance at you know winning the team title which would be Campbellsville's first title which I mean it's it's an amazing accomplishment in itself considering the program just started what in 2013 2014.
2: Uh yeah, five years ago because it started my senior year of high school.
0: Yeah, I think that's phenomenal. So actually,
2: is that four years? No, yeah,
0: five years. Yeah, f- yeah. five Thank years you. ago. Um, so you know, you, you make a great point that you've got bigger things going on in your career. How do you? How do you keep it? How do you keep the right frame of mind when it comes to your college wrestling career right now, while you're competing in some of these? B- prestigious international events?
2: Um, us test. Uh, last night, it was easier to be hyped up and loving the college crowd even though, you know, I'm preparing for something else. Um, just because it was senior night, um, we had a great crowd. Got to have my friends there to watch me. My uh, mom came down, got to be escorted by, you know, my family and stuff. So that was super fun. And then in the dual meets, it's just, you know, I love winning as a team. It's there's nothing like it because you know everyone has to do their part. You know, it's not a one man show. So
0: for sure. So uh, I have to ask, just because I mean, you're you're a college athlete, you're a student, and you're also second on the national team ladder at I believe 58 kilograms. How do yeah. you balance all that?
2: Very very carefully.
0: I actually saw you. Um, I actually saw you tweeted out something not too long ago. It said something like the, the fact that I about how you've been able to maintain a good GPA is like beyond you. Like how, how have you been able to do that? So how do you really balance your manage your time and balance you know the the demands and the rigor of being a college athlete as well as a high level senior level athlete?
2: Um, just trying to stay on top of things as much as I can. Communicating with my teachers. Um, you know, so I have I've already missed what, two and a half weeks of classes or something and I'm about to miss two and a half more weeks. So just uh staying on top of it, getting notes from friends, um and then uh emailing my teachers if I have questions about assignments, stuff like that. But they're all really uh supportive and then when I am in class I I feel like I do a good job of I sit in the front, I'm one of those nerds. um, you know, ask the questions, answer the questions, things like that. So I um, try to stay involved like that.
1: Let me see how good my... And then
2: lots of studying. Oh,
1: that's a... Let me see how good my internet research is. You are majoring in mathematics, at least the last time I read something.
2: Yep, that's it.
1: All right. That's a, that's probably a pretty tough major, I can imagine.
2: Yeah, it's not, it's not easy. So... A pain. I actually had an exam today and and I told
0: How do you think you did?
2: Um, considering I missed the majority of the material that was on the exam, I think I did really well. There was a question that I had no idea what it was asking. So I actually um are classy of this joke. Whenever we don't know how to answer something, we just say up the junk <laughs> and you know, the teacher will draw a weird figure and she's just like, Oh, ah, whatever. Um, pretty funny, but um, so I do uh, let the junk sit for you on the test because I wasn't really sure, and then I just kind of did something that I did know with the members that I wasn't sure what we were supposed to do with them. So hopefully, I get some partial credit there, but uh, I didn't fail
0: it. <laughs>
2: tell,
0: tell the teacher you're, you're like a superstar and they just need to, you know, give you a good grade.
2: <laughs> <laughs> said so.
0: so, um you have been on quite the run lately. I mean, you you went out, you've qualified to represent the United States at the U23 World Championships. You went to beat the streets Los Angeles and you won a match against a very tough Japanese opponent. Um, and you also got to experience wrestling at the NWCA All-Star Classic where you got a win in your match. Um, talk about that experience at the, at the All-Star Classic. And 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 I I'd like you to even comment on how important do you feel that it was to, for the women to have a full slate of matches right along next to the men for the main event.
2: I thought it was super super fun. Um getting real so next to the guys and in front of a crowd like that. It was it was awesome. Uh they treated us really well. Um and they just really wanted to showcase the names and, and I think they did a great job. Um I think a lot of the people that were there have never been exposed to women wrestling and probably never were. Um, so them having the opportunity to see it was really good for us, but especially with some of the big names that were out there. Um, we have like Molly Rogers, who's a senior world team member, and she got a wrestle it. So I think it was good for them to see people like that.
1: Yeah, I I, can, I completely agree. I thought I thought it was really neat. I we wish I think both of us would say we wish they would have wrestled it on one mat and alternated matches between the men and the women because it was hard to kind of flip back and forth to to be able to, to be able to watch it when we weren't there. But I, I do think that's really cool. What about Beat the Streets LA? Um, was that your first Beat the Streets uh, um, uh, competition? Yeah, that was my first
2: Beat the Streets, and um, it was pretty last minute to getting to go, but. It was a lot of fun and it made it even better because my family lives in LA. So we got to go watch, uh, like my grandparents and cousins and whatnot. So um, that was a lot of fun. Um, I didn't get to go to all the events and all the dinners and things like that because we had a home brew on that Friday night and then we had homecoming on Saturday night or Saturday. So I'm a cheerleader as well. So you're a cheerleader as well? Yeah.
1: What do you cheer for? Uh,
2: football, basketball, and the competition. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah.
0: Seriously, Kayla, I asked you a bit ago, how do you manage all of this? Like, really, honestly.
1: <clears throat> I'm tired listening to her um, talk about her schedule.
0: Yeah, been sweating just listening to you talk about this.
2: <laughs> I really am. Um, I, don't know how I, I don't know how I survive. Um, I, I sleep very really little. But, you know, it's all fun. We have uh, three games this weekend to cheer at, so that'll be tiring. And then I'll get a pack and leave on Sunday morning.
0: Man, uh, much respect to you. So can I ask you, what are your thoughts on the growth of women's wrestling? I mean, from the time that you were in high school to now, women's wrestling has grown so much. What are your thoughts
2: on that? I think specifically looking at college, it's so crazy how many more programs there are and how many more girls there are on the scene. Um, and then just WCWA, we're, we're strong. If you look at the senior national rankings, you know, a lot of the WCWA girls, um, they're cracking into those rankings and they're making national teams and world teams and things like that. Um, so we're just getting stronger as a country. Um, at all age levels, including, you know, the cadets and everything in high school, where these girls winning world medals and, um, going to Japan to train and things like that. Um, there are just so many more, more people and more opportunities. Um, and I think that we're taking more opportunities, um, than, you know, what we used to.
0: And if you don't mind me asking, you know, along the same lines, What do you think women's wrestling needs to help? Yeah, what do you think women's wrestling needs to help continue that growth?
2: I think we just need to keep uh, trying to promote it as much as we can with the people that we know and the other, like anyone that we don't know, Um, but in a positive manner. Um, I think working with Ministry Style and getting um, the all star duels and things like that put out there, I think. Um, that's a really good way to showcase and show what we can do. Because once you show someone, they're going to be hooked. They're going to be interested in knowing more and watching specific girls. You know, it's always fun to watch Victoria Anthony inside trip someone, you know, or see oh, yeah, some big that. throw, you know, Jakara Winchester double someone off the mat, you know, you seeing things like that. And whenever they're on Twitter or Instagram for those, like their little, uh, gifs and the replays and stuff—you know, people love those. So we do. Just yeah, showing what we can do every chance we can.
1: You're right. Is it called a GIF or a gif? I thought it was a gif
2: I, th- I think it's a GIF. It's a GIF. You would but know better than me. Guess. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm That's 30.
1: Okay. I'm almost 34. Like we don't know those things when you get old.
2: <laughs> I just say it with confidence and own it.
0: You, you got to understand, and Ben. and then you'll
2: never be wrong.
0: Yeah, you got to understand, Ben. We had Jenna Burkett on this uh, on on this podcast Pat, podcast go. once, and he had to ask her what a bay was. What is a bay?
2: A bay, yeah, like go- before we- anyone else. God, that's
1: a stupid word. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: like Ben literally <laughs> asked her, "What is what is a bay? What does it mean?" Oh
2: goodness. He's yeah, up stepdad. Uh, he. He's pretty old. He always asks those questions, too. He doesn't know the slang. That's
1: so, so, me and your stepdad. And
2: she, <laughs> yeah. and,
1: and she said he's pretty old.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: oh Um.
2: My math teacher today tried to pull out some slang, and he was talking about <laughs> doing a proof, and he said, we're going to drop this perpendicular like it's hot. Oh,
1: that's,
2: hey, that's hip. That's hip. It's. Super hip, and everyone in the class just lost it because that's straight out of the early two thousands.
1: funny guy—that's straight out of the early two thousands, right there. Drop it like it's hot. I mean, honestly, that <laughs> makes me—it
0: like makes me want to do math.
1: Uh, well, you can do my homework, buddy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um,
0: speaking of everything else you've had going on, you you wrestled at the Schultz recently, correct?
2: mm
0: mm-hmm. Um, you had a phenomenal tournament, um, including a fantastic win in the finals against um uh, a teammate of yours grace bullen who is a a a new a newly uh campbellsville university tiger as she's come over across the big pond from uh norway i believe and she's also ranked fifth in the world talk about that what was that like competing against your teammate in the finals of the schultz and and also getting a win against such a highly regarded you know opponent worldwide
2: um Usually I'm not super nervous for matches. Um, I like to keep things light and just kinda of have fun. Um I'm the type of person that tells jokes and likes to laugh. Um but before this one I was getting a little anxious just because, you know, there was a lot at stake, you know, you have the Schultz title, um, itself, but then also we have we haven't had Grace in our room yet. Um, she just showed up this past week. Oh really? But yeah, she has been dealing with her country stuff, and then, um, so she got here, I think, last Thursday, yeah. so she's finally with us. But, um, you know, that whole, I don't know, I guess, tense in a room, you know, something's above someone else, and the whole pugging order, age level, um, senior, freshman type thing, I like, I felt like I had to, Hold my ground. So I was really nervous in that aspect. Like, I didn't want to lose my, I wouldn't say authority, but just like, I don't really know how to put it, but I was nervous for it.
0: I'm picking Um, up what you're putting
2: down. Yeah. It's, I don't know, just a weird feeling. Um, But then just went out and I just felt good during the match. I don't know what it was exactly, but I just kind of felt on and wrestled a pretty near-perfect match for me, Um, was really smart about my shot selections and my defenses and things like that, so it just ended up turning out really well.
0: So so you guys really hadn't been training together in the Campbellsville room then, correct, before that?
2: Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, we just started drilling together this week.
0: That's interesting. So can I ask you... What's that relationship like now? I mean, do you guys, are, is there any type of, you know, I don't want to say grudge, but I guess for a lack of better terms, grudge, but um, do you guys have a, a mutual respect for each other? You know, you're both working to make each other better after that, or is there any kind of awkwardness, I guess would be a better term?
2: Um, I don't feel any awkwardness. She's um, living in my room with me, so she's my roommate now. Is she um, really? Okay. Yeah, and we were doing together just, what yesterday or something so yeah i think it's fun we into breakfast together today you know we're pals
0: i think it's uh, you know I, I do think it's amazing that she's found her way over here i think grace has an amazing story um and hopefully one day we'll get to find out more about her as well what's how, if you don't mind me asking how is she you know acclimating to life over here in the United States and even I mean let's face it in Campbellsville Kentucky which is not your typical you know Kentucky's not your typical United States uh sit you know state or you know Campbellsville's not your typical city that people come to come to visit so how's she adjusting
2: I think she's adjusting well um I think it was my the assistant coach that was talking to her and her, how she was liking it um one of those typical questions and she just said that we are a lot more outgoing. So, um, our team especially, and just Kim as well students students, we really like to talk to each other, and we're very open and just chatty Kathy's over here. Um, and she is a pretty quiet person. So, and I think that's been a little bit of a shock for her, but I think she's really enjoying it, um, hanging out with the team and things like that. She's since Florida.
0: That's great. Has the team taken to her pretty well?
2: Yeah, I think so. and um, you know, we'll have movie nights or whatever, the me group messages and she'll go join and um do homework with us and whatnot. So she's one of us now. She's stuck with us.
0: <laughs> she said she's stuck with them. Yeah, she's got no, no choice. <laughs> she's got no choice. Yeah. It's a long trip home. Huh? <laughs> um so getting back to the you know, the U twenty three World Championships um, how did it feel to qualify to make that team? I think this is this is the inaug- the inaugural year, right, for the World Championships for the U23? Um,
2: yeah, I saw that.
0: So, so how does that feel to make that team and represent the United States at the very first one?
2: Um, I'm really excited for it. I didn't make a World Team this year. I was here for juniors and last in the finals at famous. Um, so just getting another chance to um, go for a World title is exciting and itself. But then with the team that we have, we are a really strong team, and I think if we all show up and um, wrestle the way that we like to wrestle, we could potentially, you know, win as a country too.
1: Yeah, and I I think that would be awesome to win the the inaugural um, <clears throat> the inaugural tournament as a country. Uh, is there anything in particular that you're doing to to train for this tournament, or or I mean, because you're already wrestling the WCWA schedule that you really haven't had to train, change Excuse me, your
2: training that much. Um, yeah, so we were talking about, like, shorts and the uh, um, beat the streets and all sorts and we also had that duel that night, or that Friday night. So. so I've been, like, really busy, and I've had a lot of matches over the past couple weeks. So my body's, you know, getting really tired. So last week I actually took the week off, Completely, and all I did was rehab and trying to get my body feeling right. And now this week, I'm back to the typical normal training schedule.
1: I was going to say you've been wrestling, you've been wrestling a lot, um, and and traveling a good bit. So, you know, you typically you kind of you know you cycle off and then and then gear up for these to kind of peak. But you know, when you're wrestling an actual season, it's probably harder to do. So I, you know, I'm not a coach, but I think that was probably really smart that you took last week off.
2: Yeah, yeah, my lungs are feeling a little bit right now. Um, we were doing some sprints before the duel, and I definitely felt it. Um, but, you know, I have the rest of this week, um, and then next week, because I don't compete until Friday, so I'm going to get back into my normal shape um, and feel fine, because, you know, you don't forget how to ride a bike. You know, I won't forget how to wrestle after taking a week off. You know, that'll come, come back the quick and it's pretty easy, so...
0: So you leave for Poland, I think, you said on the 19th, right? Uh,
2: Sunday, so if that's the 19th. Yeah, that's the
0: 19th. Yeah, that's the 19th. Um, so you've been, and correct me if I'm wrong here, if I'm missing something, let me know. I think you've medaled at the world level three times. You were a cadet silver medalist, and you've been a bronze medalist at the junior level twice, correct? Correct. So... Uh, I mean, I know it's important to you, but can you expand on how the importance it is to go out there at this tournament and seeking your first world-level gold medal?
2: I am just so sick and tired of bronze. Um, <laughs> I get bronze way really too much. I got it at the past two world tournaments. I got it at Senior Pan Ams uh, last summer. So I just I want the gold. I want to finally say that I'm a world champion. Because it's not fun to say, "Hey, I'm third best." Yeah, there, um, that's not what I'm looking for.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, we're definitely rooting for you, obviously, oh, and yeah. you you have the goods to get it done. There's no doubt about that. Um, are there any specific wrestlers in your weight class? I think you're you're competing at sixty kilograms, correct? Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: Are there any specific wrestlers in your weight class that you know are going to be tough outs, or that you have to really be on your game for?
2: Um. I did more of the research before trials. Um, I know Ellen from Sweden. Uh, she'll be a tough one. I got to train with her a little bit this summer. Um, for me, if are sending the person that I think, she's tough, I lost her at uh, what was it? Junior World my first year. No, it wasn't Junior World. No, it wasn't Junior Worlds. Yeah. Um, so... Um, just different people like that. I'm sure Japan, whoever they send, is going to be tough. They're always really tough. Um, Russia. Um, if it's the same as a senior world team member, then I got to train with her. from the am she's in tough. So um, yeah, it'll be it won't be easy.
1: No, I, I I think that doable. Yeah, I mean, winning a world title is never going to be easy, but it, you know, I think that you, I think you certainly have a an excellent chance just looking at the field. Um. so just speaking in general I think we're going to kind of get in some ancillary questions right now um, generally do you have kind of a big rival whether it's on senior level or whether it's in the WCWA or you know both is there a big rival that you have um, wrestling right now
2: mm, not that I can think of off the top of my head um, I mean what's your name Alejandro Albanyo from Mexico, beat me at Junior Worlds my first year and then also at Pan Am's that same year of junior So, But I haven't left with her since, so I kind of would like to get that one back. But I'm not, can't believe of anyone on any national, just anyone really, anyone I step on the line against. Um, but then nationally, you know, right now, Hound's the number one in my spot, so. She's I guess my rival as as I was gonna say that or Jacoli Winchester, she's number three. Um, so um, we're always in the same weight class, so anyone really. But WCWA, no idea. More so uh school rivals than individual rivals.
1: Yeah,
0: I understand, yeah, for sure. Uh, what, what was it like competing against Helen Marulis to make the role team this year?
2: Um I mean, she's no? <laughs> Yeah, we just you know another match, and um, yeah, I don't
0: know. So I have to ask you. Obviously, someone who's well traveled, you compete all over the place. Um, what's your favorite place overseas to compete at?
2: Ooh. The favorite place to compete, I'm not sure what that one would be, but. I think my favorite place in general were, would be Azerbaijan. Um, that was just a really fun trip, and it was beautiful there. Um, and then I also ended up with a silver, a uh, cadet silver medal. So that was a successful trip. I think looking back a little bit, though, maybe Hungary okay. was my favorite. It was just super loud there, and it was my first experience, so not on. Um, like super shell shocked to where I was like, I couldn't wrestle. But it was really cool to see how much people loved wrestling over
0: there. For sure,
1: for sure. Yeah, no, those are, those are two pretty cool places that probably only wrestlers would say are some of their favorite places to travel overseas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, you know, uh, we kind of hit on it earlier. You're majoring in mathematics. My guess is after college, I'm sure you're probably going to continue to wrestle for a while. But, you know, what are your plans for, you know, after you graduate this year?
2: I have no clue. I actually have another semester after this year um, just because I've changed my major a few times, so um, I'm a little behind there. But then after I'm going to keep wrestling, I'm sure I'll end up coaching. I think that would be super fun to stay involved in the sport way I can. And You know, I thought about teaching. I thought about, um, you know, starting some sort of business, you know, um, whatever the wind Wherever the wind takes me. All
0: right, all right. Down, options endless. All right, well, listen, Kayla, we're kind of getting to the end of our interview here, but we got, you know, we want to have a little bit of fun, real quick, before we get done. Um, we thank you for all, you know, a- answering all of our questions, but we're going to go speed round, okay? Are you ready to have a little fun? Ben's going to time oh. you. All right, hold on, let me get my stuff. Oh, finish. okay. We got ten questions here. We're going to go speed round, and I'm going to ask these questions, and I want you to give me the first answer that comes to your head. Don't worry, there's nothing crazy. Are you ready? Okay. All right. A little, fun, okay. a little fun to end the interview. All right. Here we go. Favorite non-wrestling activity?
2: Uh, Cheerleading.
0: Oh, cheerleading. All right. Warm-up music of choice?
2: Ooh, anything fun and poppy. I think Glorious right now is my favorite. All right. Favorite, by Macklemore. Favorite food? Ooh. Uh. I have no idea. Pretty Pebbles. Oh, come
0: on. Most memorable <laughs> wrestling experience?
2: Mm, I guess making it to state. Um, That's awesome. My sophomore year. That
0: is phenomenal. That's awesome. Favorite athlete?
2: Favorite athlete. Oh, I love Trisha Saunders.
0: All right. Favorite vacation <laughs> spot?
2: Vacation spot. I like the beach. Which beach? Beach is nice. <laughs> uh, the one with sand and warm weather and the ocean and <laughs> I'll count it. I'll count. It. Right, <laughs> Any we'll, of them.
0: we'll count it. Favorite movie.
2: Favorite movie, Rero and Fetch. Easy.
0: Ooh, favorite superhero.
2: Favorite superhero. I'm not a big superhero person, but I guess Spider Man.
0: Alright. You're down by one. You need a takedown. What's your go to takedown? Oh, Simon. Alright. Oh, yeah. Last one, here we go. This is the most important one. Are you ready?
2: I'm ready.
0: All right. Who wins the Division I men's title this year? Ohio State or Penn State? I am
2: an Ohio girl, so yeah. go back. Love it. Love
0: it. Number one in the country and number one in our hearts. Kayla Miracle, That's right? That's
1: right. <laughs> That is <right>. Good job.
0: <laughs> uh, no, all joking aside, Kayla, listen, we appreciate it so much that you've come on with us tonight. Um. Thank you for yeah. Taking thanks time. for having
2: me. It was
0: fun. We love this. You know, I I didn't say it on you know in the beginning, but um, you know, as I told you when I spoke to you earlier this week, that we kind of do this Women of the Mat series in conjunction with uh, Wrestle Like a Girl and uh, Catherine Shy's Project Lucha Fit. Um, you know, women's wrestling is is kind of near and dear to us. We want to help you know do what we can to promote the athletes involved in it. We have much respect for you. Um, so thank you. Thank you a lot. We really appreciate it and we wish you the best of luck in Poland. Um I gotta ask Thank you. Yeah, no, n- thank you. Um any final thoughts or words from you? Anybody you wanna
2: shout out? Uh no, I mean everyone I guess, uh especially all you know, my family and everyone that was at senior night tonight and then everyone um supporting me as I go to Poland. Um uh, yeah, just everyone.
0: Okay, well, thanks. The love
2: is self.
0: Awesome. Um, well, again, thank you so much, Kayla. And I just have to ask you because we ask all of our guests this: um, if you would recommend another another female wrestler, another women wrestler to be, you know, to come on this podcast and do this with you, who would you recommend?
2: Hmm. Hmm, that's tough. sad people. I think. Rona Heaton could be a really funny person, I think Becca Leathers could give some really good answers. um Those I think cool. Victoria Anthony would be a really good one,
0: and we actually had Victoria on always... oh yeah, there we go so you think uh Rona Heaton I, mean, are...
2: I, mean, I saw that
0: yeah, you think Rona Heaton or yeah. becca leathers huh
2: yeah they're they're coaches. I think they could be a good show,
0: awesome, awesome. Well, we'll have to keep that in mind and hopefully we can, you know, get them to come on to a podcast with a couple of goofballs like us. So um, again, Kayla, thanks so much. We, uh, we wish you the best. We we can't wait to see you uh, in action out in Poland. And uh, hopefully we can have you on again after you win your fourth WCWA title.
2: Thank you. All hopefully. Right.
0: Take care. We'll see you. All
2: right. See ya.
0: So there you have it. Kayla Miracle from Campbellsville University, senior three time WCWA national champion, going for her fourth, getting ready to do some work in Poland. I thought that was a good interview, Ben.
1: I was, the thing that shocked me the most was her uh, father's original position on women's wrestling
0: how ironic is it right
1: that's crazy the irony behind that that he was now he's a coach of a top team
0: exactly first against women's wrestling and now he's the coach of the number two ranked college
1: women women's college program in the country Well, you know and look i'm not gonna blame him because it just goes to show you the um the thought process and how far women's wrestling has come in the united states good point you know so Um, so listen, we hope you guys enjoyed it. Listen, Kayla
0: Miracle, Campbellsville University Tigers, they got a lot going on this year. She's, uh, the top ranked wrestler in the country at her weight class. Uh, Campbellsville is number two in the country, um, behind Simon Fraser looking for their first team national championship. Um,
1: and in my opinion, they've got a great shot at it this year. Um, you would know better than anyone, man, you, you've been doing a ton of, uh, Research on the WCWA. I don't know if if other people, if some of our listeners out listeners out there don't know, Brandon's been writing weekly for the OpenMat. dot um, WCWA articles. Please go out and check them out. They're they're really awesome. Well,
0: I appreciate you pointing that out, Ben. I'm a little embarrassed, but yes, you shouldn't be. Um, they're really good articles. I am trying to do weekly updates for the WCWA. Um, it's minimal, but it's you know at least it's something. Uh, the Open Mat is trying to expand their women's coverage, like everyone it's, else should be doing right
1: now. So it's really helped me follow the sport better i mean literally it takes me you know 10 minutes to read the article a week and i know what's going on and i suggest everybody should too well i appreciate the kind words um so anyway we hope you guys enjoyed the interview this
0: was episode number 43 of the inside trip wrestling podcast and as always don't wind up on your back bro unless you're wrestling Kayla miracle in poland